You ready? Yeah. One, two, three, four. to Real Talk Episode 8. This is Oliver. I will find you. This is Jeremy. I will kill you. We've got a good show. Very good today. show. Very good show. Um, that music you're listening to in the background, that's actually you and Mark uh, playing keyboard. It is. It is. That is a little, little uh, called jam sesh. Jam session, yeah. I actually, I think I should get a producer credit on that because that uh, I scavenged that keyboard from the laundry room in my building because someone's going to throw it away. It's true. Now, now it's the only instrument that I or Mark possesses. Right. Mark is uh, is starting a band, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you're gonna be you're gonna be in it, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I think I think so. Yeah, my uh, a band so far. Uh, I think there's 47 people right now. Anyone can join. Uh, just you know, hit up hit us up at Real Talk Hotline or the, or the email address, and uh, you know, you can join the band. It's called EAF. Uh, and what does that stand for? It stands for Epic as Fuck. Okay. Good stuff. Okay, so it's been uh, a minute since we have dropped a show. Uh, how's how's everything going? How's every, how are you? I'm you know I'm doing I'm doing well. I just yesterday picked up the new whip. I uh, got the bike back. That's right. Did we talk about what happened to your old bike? We did not talk about what happened to my old bike. Do you want to recap briefly? Uh, sure. Um, well, uh, I as you probably picked up um, from listening to the show, I enjoy riding bicycles, um, and I was riding mine uh, about maybe a month and a half ago. Um, and for the past few months, I've been riding brakeless. Uh, on a fixed gear bike because it's I'm because a jerk. you're a damn fool because I'm a jerk yeah um, well anyways there's this gnarly hill in Angelina Heights near where the sun lives and uh, Oliver's right behind me in the car and I'm going down this hill um, going very slow because that's how you have to go down these hills very slow unless you'll, you'll, you'll you weren't going that slow well point being halfway down the hill I decided I'm just going to go as fast as I can and hopefully no cars coming long story short cars did come bike was crushed um, so for the past six weeks I've been hoofing it busting it driving the car um but just yesterday, picked up the brand new baby. Um, it's two days ago. Two days ago, and uh, we went for a little spin around the city, a little K town to East Side Run. Yeah, uh, that was a good time. Wasn't bad. All right. Uh, what else did you do? You want to talk about like new spots? Come yeah, spots sure. Um, uh, said we all know and love uh, behind uh, such bars as Broadway, Gopher, uh, Seven Grand, Coles. Uh, Coles. Uh, he has a new spot called Tony's over in the Arts District. Um, close to church and state. I uh, haven't been over there yet, but uh, we do plan to check it out. Yeah. Uh, I think there's just the short version. Basically, classic said bar, uh, dark dark wood, dark lighting, uh, lots of whiskey. And I think it's like a, got a Hunter S. Thompson sort of vibe or homage kind of thing going on. So. Really? Yeah. That's, that's what, I oh, also, I think there's a ping pong table. Ping pong? Yeah. I was playing a little ping pong with Standard recently. Can I tell you what? I oh, think I'm really? pretty good. Really? I think I'm pretty good. Ping pong or beer pong? Uh, ping, oh, the time with paddles. Ping okay. pong. Okay, table tennis. Table tennis. Okay, yeah, so we'll check, uh, we'll check that out and get back to you guys. Um, another spot I went to recently uh, in Silver Lake is called Territory Barbecue and Records. It's a, like, down-home uh, barbecue place. You know, you get your pulled pork, your brisket, fried chicken, fried catfish, uh, all you the sides. son of a bitch. <laughs> Collard greens. Uh, you know, baked beans, coleslaw, mac and cheese, biscuits, the whole deal. We're going Wednesday. Um, and it's also a record shop. Now, when I went, the record portion wasn't actually open, but uh, Adam was saying yesterday that they have some pretty good shit over there. Oh, yeah. He was saying uh, they had, like, every Bowie album for, like, five bucks. Really? That's what, that's what he said. He said he got Ziggy Stardust, five bucks. Yeah. All right. They had well, a rack of them. Real Talk listeners, get over it. The word is out. 
now, so get over there. Now, touch it this up. spot is the records and barbecue. Isn't there also some type of like barbecue record moped store? Like, what's the deal? There's another spot. No, you're confusing. You're confusing territory, which is new with uh, Choke, which has been around for a while. It's a moped shop and like supposedly a coffee shop. Um, like they supposed supposedly have really good espresso. I went there with Mark recently, and I didn't I didn't see any coffee. We didn't ask because we were a little bit intimidated. A lot of moped guys, moped core? No, it was actually a chick there. I think her old boy was, like, probably the shop owner. Um, there was one part, though, where Mark was like, oh, what about this one? This is pretty cool. And she's like, yeah, that's not a moped, though. It was, like, a little really cool old motorcycle. And uh, he wasn't implying that, like, oh, this is a cool moped. He was just like, this is cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't that's know. That's cool. After, it kind of caught us off guard. After that, yeah. we were just, like, we were noobs. We were yeah. going to get out of there. Got to get out of there. So that was that. Uh, but territory, pretty good. We'll go check it out. As soon as possible. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Oh, other news. Um, the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals again. I'm um, not surprised, but I mean good. Oh, definitely. Good. I mean, it's, it's you know, <clears throat> we had not, not close calls, but some harrowing calls, I'll say. It was on the Houston series was not, not pretty. No, not pretty at all. As a whole. I mean, it was gra- good that they grinded out. Yeah. And, uh, a and dub won. to dub, but mm, yeah. rough. Um, and so now, yeah, we're in the middle of a series against the Nuggets. Um, tough team. Those have been good games. A little too good, too exciting for me. Too, too, yeah. I would prefer that we crush them. Bunch of nasty badasses. That Billups, I mean. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> veteran. Let me, I don't want to digress, but I'll tell you this. I hate Billups, and I hate Melo less, but I hate them both. Yeah. Um, I pretty much, once anyone starts playing the Lakers, I, I start hating everyone on the team. <laughs> That's true. Like, if you'd asked me before the series, like, oh, how do you feel about Carmelo? I'd be like, oh, he's been playing really well lately. You know, I like him. I like the, the clean-cut look, my, not the cornrows. Uh, now I hate him. You hate him. Yes. <laughs> you hate him. I want to crush them. So, uh, anyways, all by way of saying, speaking of the Lakers, we actually had a call into the Real Talk hotline, and That's I think true. we're going to play that now. Yo, Real Talk. What's up? Yo, this is Bradley. From Gino. Yo, this goes out. I got something to say. I got something to say. I love your show. I love your show. Yo, this goes out to all the Laker fans out there who are sitting there tonight and rooting for Orlando. I, all you Laker fans out there that are rooting for Orlando to win that series, that is some pussy-ass bullshit. Ain't nobody want to see Kobe and Dwight Howard in the finals. Ain't nobody want to see that series. So y'all just better sack up. I know you got scared by Houston. I know y'all's a little scared by Denver right now. And I know you're terrified of the Cavaliers. But anybody that wants to see fucking Lakers magic in the finals can fucking move east. Because that's some whack shit. Everybody knows it's supposed to be Kobe LeBron in the finals. You need to beat the best to be the best. That's real talk. I'm out. Okay, uh, so first of all, uh, thanks for calling in. This is a great call. Great call. Enjoyed it. Um, second of all, I mean, that's obviously, that's Devin. It's obviously uh, Devo. Obviously Devo. This is Bradley businesses. Um, blow up your spot a little bit. <laughs> Devo, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. So basically, he's saying um, that Lakers fans should be rooting for the Cavs to win the Eastern Conference Finals because we want to see the Kobe LeBron showdown. I, I don't disagree. I, I agree with everything he said except for the fact that Lakers fans are scared of the Cavs. I'm scared yeah, of everyone no. but the Cavs. Yeah, like I, we can take like the Nuggets giving some trouble. The Magic, who knows what they could do? Cavs, like I feel like we could take that and be fun, it'd be great. We have an easy victory, but like 
I just, uh, these these nuggets will not quit, you know. And I feel like LeBron's dealing with the same thing Kobe is over there, you know. Like he's playing this Orlando team that all of a sudden woke up on his watch, and now and now he's got Dwight Howard. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think what is um or Cavs are down. They're down uh, two, two one. one at time of recording. Yeah, ah, it's rough, rough business. Yeah. All the conference finals, Eastern and Western, thus far have been uh, very close games. Oh, very, very close. I mean, this this is... Actually, I guess, except that last Cavs Magic, I think the Magic won by, like, 10. It was the biggest deficit margin of victory, I think. For the in, Cavs. In the conference finals. In the, in the conference finals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, hopefully we'll see LeBron and Kobe, and, and LeBron will uh, step aside, let Kobe have his uh, second-to-last, maybe last moment in the, moment in the sun uh, before LeBron ascends to be uh, master of all space and time. Uh, I'm going to hold my tongue there. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to... You know, we wish the Lakers well, and uh, let's move on. Of course. Oh, and again, thanks to uh, Bradley, aka Devo, for calling in. We actually had a, a good amount of calls this week uh, to the Real Talk Hotline. That is true. The that. hotline was blowing up. Um, actually, the first call we had, I think this might have been the first like real call we had to the Real Talk Hotline. We had about ten calls from. This is the second notice that the factory warned you in your vehicle. Those motherfuckers. Yeah, so we finally had a like a real live person call in uh, as wallpaper. Little B Wall, little Wally. Uh, you may know him as Wallpaper if you're a member of the Tumblr community. And uh, via our respective blogs, It Is Not For You and Indie Rock Bakery. That's right. Um, when we do post uh, the new episodes of Real Talk, he is very dutifully reblogging and uh, sending it out there, putting putting it on, on blast, as it were. And we have and, no doubt that he will uh, reblog this episode as well. Oh, no doubt. Especially considering he's featured so heavily. That's uh, right. And since he's such a good listener, uh, we're going to send him a Real Talk t shirt. That's true. So look for that in the mail. Check it out. Um, I, I'm assuming you're a size medium. Uh, oh, wait. We've got to play the call. We just play the call. Here, here it is. Uh, this is Buell's call. Hey, what up, Real Talk Hotline? Uh, I'm just calling to say I love your show, and I love you, and I miss you. Yeah, Real Talk forever. Yeah, Real Talk forever. Woo-hoo. I love you all so much. Okay. So, yeah, that was wallpaper. Uh, moving right along, let's see what else is in the mailbag. Um, our last show, actually, you'll recall that we, we seeded a question to the Real Talk audience um, trying to figure out what to call the, the tequila version of a Boilermaker. Uh, Boilermaker, for those yeah, I'm sure you recall, is a, a beer and a shot of whiskey. So what do you call the beer and the shot of tequila, which is another as a popular variation? Very popular variation. Especially here in the uh, Southland. That's right. So we had a couple, couple good responses. Uh, I would like to play the first one for you right now. Um, it's a, a fan favorite, an old, old friend of ours. Proves is back. <laughs> so I know you would uh, fucking giggle over here. You have a little fun trying to come up with a name for um, you know you got the boiler maker, but this is. You know, just tecate and vodka or whatever your tequila shot. I have what it's called because I've experienced it in full. It's called making out on a curb with a girl while she's pissing, and it's called the wet willy, and it's absolutely delicious, and it's kind of breathtaking, and it's one of my crowning achievements. So I pass this knowledge on to you, you, aka Bowdick, who has. Pretty much appropriated my entire lineage of knowledge. Oh, gutter. Oh, dapper. Oh, Jesus. So, um, that's it for now. Fuck you. Love you. Miss you. 
Oh, Ruby, aka. Aka. It's been a while. Yeah, it's good to have uh, you know have him back on the show. Yeah, even if it's just in a hotline call. Now, as far as far as his suggestion, uh, the wet willy. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. I will say this: um, if it means that I have to make out with a girl while she's pissing on a curb every time I do a shot of tequila in the cup yeah. of beer, I may want to like I don't know. Take it's it a little bit off putting. <laughs> I mean, in the moment, I'm sure it's wonderful. It's very gutter. Oh, it's ended like a you know a magical evening. For, exactly. Yeah, for exactly. Um, okay, so we'll take that into consideration. Maybe that'll be like a special circumstances. Like if you have the shot of the tequila and you end up having some sort of you know whatever some crazy adventure. Yeah, then you can call the wet willy. Um, okay, we got another one. I'm gonna cue that up for you. Another uh, take on the tequila and beer. Hey guys, I, Brent Kaiser, have found out what to call a tequila and a shot of tecate. Or actually, the other way around. Tecate and tequila shot should now be called a TNT in honor of Juarez Restaurant in Savannah, Georgia, who also called it a TNT for tequila and tecate. But I believe they actually mixed it together. I actually don't remember anything about it because I had too many TNTs and there was this time that there was this woman that had an Adam's apple. Alright, well, uh, I believe he was coming live from the gold room, actually. I think he was probably two or three TNTs into it when he decided to make that call. Um, How do you feel about the name TNT? I think TNT is like, it's very, very, very strong. It's good. It's a good name. The only issue with it, I mean, it's kind of eponymous, tequila and tecate, uh, but the only issue is, like you brought this up earlier, what if you are not drinking tecate? Right. It could be, you know, Corona or... Uh, Hopefully. I mean, Modelo. Modelo. I mean, it could even be an American beer, quite frankly. Could, but should. I, no, I mean, if you're at like a house party or something, and that's all they have. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Or like, a, you know, like keg beer. Definitely, definitely. And then there's a bottle of tequila. But I, I do like the idea of like the TNT being like, listen, this isn't about other beers. Like, this is tequila... And tecate. When I, you yeah, I mean, that's, together, that's sort of, that's a pretty, pretty ideal uh, combination right there. I yeah, mean, that's a match made in, in heaven. It really is. But, um, and I also like, you know, the connotation, the sense that it is uh, powerful, that it is explosive. Definitely. Like, and, and I also like the, <clears throat> the association with putting someone on blast, of blowing your spot up. That's true, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, blow out the yeah. cord, come back, wait a little minute, and then plunger down, boom. All right, so TNT, that's a good one. Um, it's strong. It's strong, it's strong. Uh, we'll reserve judgment to have a brief interlude. Brent actually called the hotline twice, so just go on a tangent here. I'm going to play his second message. This is Brent Kaiser calling out Jeremy Bowditch to a bout of the fittest. To turn down now, you'd be considered a loser, a wimp, a nothing. But the man here... Brent fucking David Kaiser is ready to accept any challenge that you put towards him. And I want to put this in front of Real Talk and everybody else in the nation. I'm ready to take you down. Holla! Nice, nice. I haven't called out. Yeah, you, he put you on blast a little bit there. Um... The challenge the thing to is, what exactly? Here's the thing, yeah, I'm not, I'm not clear on what exactly he was challenging you to. <laughs> I mean, if, it, if the gamut is just completely open. I'm talking a wide array of challenges. 
He's thrown down the gauntlet. I may have to defer. I may have to say, you know what, sir? I mean, I can't be challenged on, on a lot of things. You know what I mean? So you want, like, uh, specifics? I mean, you know, I mean, if it's like a boxing match, I have to pass. Like, a duel, you know, with pistols at dawn, pass. Um, round of Jeopardy? Down. You know? Maybe a little bike ride around downtown LA? Down. Yeah, but, you think uh, you could take him in the bike ride? I mean, I'd make a showing, you know? Sure, sure. I'd make a showing. Okay, so I guess we'll have to get clarification from Brent, um... Before you know, you can accept or deny the the challenge. I will say this though. I mean, I mean, I do feel shaken. Yeah, that's pretty intimidating. I liked how he did his own musical cue. That was nice. <laughs> I didn't hear that until just now. <laughs> In the background, he's listening to what is that? That's Rocky music, right? Yeah, it's gotta I be. the Tiger. It's gonna be. Um, you know, another thing I noticed: Brent sounds a lot like Kenny Powers. He really does. Yeah. When I was listening to it just now, I was like, this guy here, he sounds like Kenny fucking Powers. Maybe if we can get this right, we'll do like a side by side sample. Like we'll play Brent. Saying something like Kenny Powers. Oh, I think we will. I think we definitely will. But the man here, Brent fucking David Kaiser, is ready to accept any challenge that you put towards him. I'm the man who has the ball. I'm the man who can throw it faster than fuck. So that is why I am better than everyone in the world. Okay, so that's good. So Brent, thank you for both of your calls. Um, and for the challenge. It's good stuff. Great. And now I think uh, we're going to wrap up this whole, you know, the tequila um, tequila and beer thing. I think I think we have a winner, although this one came to us, uh, you know, in person rather than over the hotline. So we're actually going to see if we can call up. Uh, we're going to see if we can get Joe on the line, do a little funner. Hello? Hey, Joe, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How, how, is, uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. So I'm calling to let you know that yours is actually the winning submission for the tequila and beer name the cocktail contest. It is true. Really? That's right. So if you wouldn't mind, could you could you share your submission with the Real Talk audience? I, I would like to share the submission. Uh, my submission was uh, Sacapuntes. The Sacapuntes. Now, what exactly is a, is a Sacapuntes? Well, uh, translated from Spanish, Sacapuntes is a uh, pencil sharpener, which I thought, you know, makes some sense, uh, given the, the libations involved. Gets your lead right. Off piece right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we like it. It's good. So uh, for all the listeners out there, the next time you get a shot of tequila and a beer, you can just order, ask for the Sacapuntes, and they will know, uh, they'll know what's up. Ask for the Sacapuntes. If they don't know, uh, they will know. Right. True. So ask for it, and then, you know, if they don't know, then spread the word. Now, Joe, while we have you on the line, it's also come to my attention that uh, you have a bit of a success story. And we would like for you to share that with the Real Talk audience. Um, a little background. A couple episodes ago, I think it was RT episode six, we were talking about how do you cross the line? How do you ask out a, a waitress or a bartender successfully? And... Uh, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, you had a little bit of success in that realm. I was wondering if you could just give us a, a quick rundown. Um, you know, any tips for the listeners? Um, sure, I would. Uh, I would be happy to share that uh, little story with you. I was very interested in the segment uh, a couple episodes back about this because it's really hit close to home for me. I uh, have been working on a little something uh, with a certain hostess at a certain restaurant. And uh, I was trying to decide what the right move would be, if the move would be appropriate or what move it would be. Uh, and I'd like to say that I, I crossed 
the line, and I am, uh, you know, I'm enjoying the other side of the line now. All right, just give us the, the broad strokes, the, the basics. Well, I went in there a lot, uh, you know, waiting for the perfect moment, but something would always get in the way, like uh, the post-up dude, the dude who doesn't appear to work there, but is just kind of standing around uh, in her, you know, immediate vicinity. And I, I'm not trying to, you know, have people over here. This uh, could be a questionable conversation. You know, you never know how it's going to work out. But I was waiting for that moment of uh, solitude, that lull in the uh, in the restaurant business, so I could walk out, say my line, and uh, deal with the consequences. Pardon, pardon the dog. Well, no uh, worries. We, we have hounds of our own here at the studio. Well, you're hound friendly, hound wise. Um, hound. That's right. Um, so, so anyway, as far as the actual I, uh, execution, I finally saw my opening. Delivered my uh, very to the point line. Would you like to get a drink sometime? And it was answered quickly and in the affirmative. And that was that. Uh, couldn't help but feel like I had, uh, I had uh, uh, you know, succeeded in a way that I was very unsure would work given all of the topics discussed before. Right, on right, and others. Well, you know you succeeded. I uh, just want to say congratulations. Congratulations. You're an inspiration to us and to all of uh, our listeners out there. And uh, we'd also like to thank you for the contribution to our, uh, you know, name the what is now known as the Sacapuntas contest. So keep it, keep an eye, keep an eye on the mailbox. We're going to send you a real talk shirt. Oh, and we're also going to we're going to buy you a Sacapuntas next time we see you out there. Oh my God, that is the best. That's the best reward ever. Uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing. Loving the real talk. Loving this family. <laughs> All right. We'll see you out there. Real talk. Okay, Jeremy, what's next? All right, so we have a brand new segment. Uh, it's called Man on the Street. Basically, yourself, mm-hmm. Oliver, and myself, we uh, took to the streets of Los Angeles, our fair city, um, to get real talk from real people. Indeed. Let's play that. Alright, this is uh, Real Talk, first man on the street report. Here to get the uh, people's opinions on some things. Alright, so we're here in front of uh, LACMA with... Lisa. Daniel. Sam. What do you guys do? I'm a student and a server. Where are you a student? PCC. You guys do? Yes. Uh, I go to UCLA. Cool. Uh, What are you guys doing here at the museum today? We actually have a project. Uh, we're trying to write a paper on art uh, after the 1300s to modern day, and we have to pick something and, and write about it. Did you have any luck? Yes, we did. There are plenty of things here. Uh, like I actually picked um, The Weeping Woman by Picasso. Ah, that sounds very interesting. Let me ask you, do you guys party? <laughs> yes. How about you? Occasionally. And you? Yes. Uh, you guys partying tonight? It's Friday. Uh, no. nope. No. I'll we'll be working. In the morning. Yeah. Tomorrow's Saturday, though. Yeah, exactly. Nine, What's that about? 9 a.m. class. <laughs> I don't know. We're weird. Mm, that's rough. What about tomorrow? What about tomorrow? You guys going to be partying tomorrow? I'll be working as well. That's Sorry. rough. That's rough. <laughs> okay, any party-going uh, tips for our listeners? Don't drink and drive. Drink before you drive. That's a good one. Wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, bar hopping on Coango is fun if you guys want to try that. All right. You? Just always try to remember the night before. That's the ultimate goal. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. First of all, what's your name? My name is Yuval. Okay, and um, uh, what do you do for, uh, for a job? Retired. Retired. Okay, and the question of the day is, uh, do you party? Do, do you? 
do do you do you party? Do you like to do you party? Do you run? Do you what do you do when you're not at work? Do you have a good time? Do you run around? What goes on? Like it's Friday night. Uh, in my in my free time, I'm traveling, yeah. visiting museum, okay. and doing fun. Okay, so it's Friday night. You're in Los Angeles. What are you gonna do? Oh, we are going to the restaurant in the evening. We are tourists. You're tourists going to a restaurant. Uh, do you guys mind if I ask um, which restaurant you're going to? In um, Santa Monica. Uh, it's a. It's a. Uh, one moment. No, it's a steak steakhouse. House. Steakhouse? Yes. Oh my god, sounds like a great time. Steaks running around, maybe a little beach afterwards? Yes, it's. Uh, no, no, no. No, we're not going to you the know, we, beach. We are, we are, we are um, um, uh, from enough. 6 o'clock in the morning, we are. We walked. You've been partying all day then? Yeah. Partying all day? Yeah. And uh, in the night, yeah, we are so, uh, a bit tired. Okay, I understand. Party out. Well, I'll tell you what. Nice meeting you. Yeah. And uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, so uh, who are we here with today? Uh, my name is John. John and? Dina. Dina, what do you guys do? Uh, you know, I go to school and work. Where do you go to school? I go to school at Loyola Marymount University. Cool. And you? Santa Monica College. All right, so the question of the day is, do you party? All the time. <laughs> yeah, you party tonight. It's Friday. Yeah, we're doing that tonight. All right, so you party also? Yes. What was the last good party you guys went to? Oh, baby. This last weekend, uh, Saturday night, we're in the Hollywood Hills. It's pretty nice. Oh, nice. Sounds good. So what's your what's your idea of, like, the perfect party? Um, a lot of dancing and a lot of Drinking. alcohol. <laughs> Definitely. A lot of people, for sure. All right, sounds good. Uh, oh, one last thing. Any tips for our party-going listeners? Be safe. Drink a lot of water in between drinks. That's a good tip. What about you? No tip. Just drink. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. This is Jeremy from uh, Real Talk. I'm standing in Hollywood, California, out in front of the Hollywood and Highland shopping center and tourist destination. Now we're asking people, do you party? All right. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Janine. Janine and Janine, what do you do? Um, I'm in a nanny over here. Okay. Um, and uh, my question for you is, uh, do you party? Uh, I do. You do party. Okay. So uh, it's Friday night. Are you partying tonight? Um, we have a party at the hostel we're staying in. So. Oh, so you're partying a little house party? Uh, no, at the hostel. Oh, at the hostel you're having a party. Okay. Um, when you're not having parties at the hostel, what do you do? What do you like to do? Your favorite party? Um, I'm going out uh, back where I come from in Berlin, so there are some good clubs, so that's where I'm going. Okay, so you're more of a club type. Uh, I mean, not all the time, but sometimes I do. Sometimes, sometimes. I like mean, to get down. Parties are great. They're the best, so. You prefer house, okay, if you had to rank clubs or house parties, which one do you like better? Uh, house parties, definitely. House parties, definitely? <laughs> all right, um, okay, tomorrow, Saturday night, big partying night. Uh, do you have any plans? Uh, not yet. Not yet? All right, well, keep your eyes open. You know we're in a party. Might uh, might just take you. All right. All right, thank you so much. What's your name? Zach. Zach. What are you doing this for? Uh, it's a show called Real Talk. Okay. Where are you from? Uh, originally or? Yeah, originally. London. And more recently? Uh, Hollywood. Uh, what are you up to today? Uh, it's getting people to sign up and sponsor children. Ah, oh, nice. Do you party? Uh, I go to parties, yes. Party tonight? I need to do ecstasy if that's what you're asking. Is that what some people consider partying in London? No, but in LA they sure do. Interesting. You party tonight? Uh, no, well, again, depends on your definition. Alright, thanks a lot. Alright, no worries. What's your name? Tony. Uh, Tony, uh, the question is do you party? No. 
No, no partying. No partying. All right, Tony. Thank you so much for your time. You're I'm just gonna get your names real quick. Um, what was your name? Kamaj. Kamaj. And what do you do? I'm an accountant. An accountant. And what was your name? Kayla. And what do you do? I'm a student at Mount Vernon High School. Okay. Is that here in Los Angeles? No, it's in Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Oh, Northern Virginia. Yeah. I'm actually from there as well. <laughs> I went to Woodbridge High School. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Kim. Kim. Yeah. And what do you do? I'm an administrative assistant. <laughs> administrative assistant sounds like you're very important. She and, uh... actually can't talk. <laughs> okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. We'll let you slide. Okay. And the question for the day is: I'll start here and work my way down. Um, do you party? Do I party? No, I don't. You don't party at all. Unless it's for Jesus. Not even on Fridays. No, not anymore. Not anymore. You former partier. Former heavy partier. Reformed. Yes. Reformed partying. Okay. The question of the day: Do you party? No. No. No partying at all. None. Homecoming, but no, no, nothing like that. Homecoming. 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 <laughs> all right. I got a new question. Okay. So these two are saying. No partying at all. What do you think they're talking about? Partying. They're not doing it, having a party in it. I think by partying, they're thinking of the connotation of, yeah, clubbing and, and house, parties. house parties, things of that nature. Yeah? Yeah. Is there any kind of partying that you guys are interested in? Like, what, what's... There's a party coming, and you guys are all three there. What kind of party are we talking about? Uh, what do you mean party in the sense of... There's, I mean, because there's different definitions for party. Oh, you're right. That's that's nail on the head. Many. I'm talking birthday party. Birthday party. There's party as in a, like a political party. There's party as in a group of people. So That's true. I mean, you guys technically... I mean, four, that's a party, right? Yeah. So maybe you're partying right now. Kind of. Okay. A little museum party, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit? A little, little tourist party. A little tourist party. All right, well, uh, thank you guys so much. No uh, Real talk. Okay, now it's time for a beloved uh, Real Talk segment. Uh, this is called Turn My Swag On, formerly known as Dapper's Fuck. And we've got our resident style expert slash house gentleman, uh, Spencer from Empire of the Sun. The Empire. Hi, how are you? How's it going? Good to see you guys again. Always glad to have you here. Good to have you. Looking fresh, you. all of you. Thanks, likewise. So today, uh, you know, it being the warm weather season, we are going to be talking about shorts. Short pants. So I think let's start off with what not to do when you're wearing shorts. Let's get a few things out of the way. Exactly. Well, I think uh, we were discussing the cargo shorts. Obviously, no. Yeah, that's no. very, uh, I don't know, what is that, like mid-late 90s? I feel like it's kind of dad yeah. too. I mean, if you were gonna we- if you're going to wear something, it can't be something that you wore at from Gap when you were 15 years old. Yeah, agreed. I mean, unless you're a grip on a set, like, unless you're using your cargo shorts to carry cargo... I feel like them. if you're a grip on a set, you should be wearing cargo pants, though. Well, they love, they love shorts. Do they? <laughs> they love shorts. Um, okay, what else? Um, Jeans. Sh- jean shorts that aren't cutoffs, frankly. John yeah. Cena-wise. John Cena-wise. Like the- John yeah. Cena-wise. <laughs> that is yeah. his outfit. Okay, I got one. I think shorts below the knee, like if you're you know, a grown-ass man or even aspiring. Mm-hmm. You know, like aspiring we are. grown-ass man. Um, aspiring grown-ass man. You know, bring it up. Bring it up. I mean, well, where... This is the question with that is where do the shorts end and the capri pants begin? Once yeah. you're going right, past right. Once I you're think past you're the knee, shin, it's just a slippery slope. Yeah, if you're I mean, in shin territory with your shorts, it's like, what are you doing? You're fucking around. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you better be rock climbing or uh, exactly. Know, it's like getting it's, clams. What about riding a bicycle? It's, it's silly, silly. We either wear pants, roll them up, or wear shorts. Or That's what I say. here's what I do: you can just wear pants that are so tight that there's no chance of them getting caught in the chain. That's also true. That's all. That, that that's that's a great move. It's a great IRB tip. Well, IRB tip. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I, either way, I just feel like the 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 era of the large short mm. it had its heyday. Mm-hmm. I feel like well, that I don't even think it had its heyday. I just, we were in like high school and junior high. That was a tip. A man wears shorts that are short. 
I would say even kids today aren't wearing huge, below-the-knee, baggy-ass shorts because that time has passed. Well, kids these days are wearing tight pants. There you go. That's true. This is the, this is the year we live in. Do you think kids are getting more dapper? Yes, absolutely. Kids are definitely getting more dapper. First of all, fucking internet, man. Kids, kids, children are the originators, manufacturers, proprietors of dapper. Of style? Of, of no, no, everything. Not of yes. Not of dapper. Yes. Of style, maybe, of but not of dapper. everything. I gotta say, I don't know. Of ha- swag, maybe, but not of dapper. Of everything. Little off topic, but have you guys ever been walking down the street and saw like a seven-year-old kid who's dressed a lot sharper than you are yeah all, the time. all the time all the time I, I remember one day when i saw that they had ben sherman for kids and i was like that's not fair it's <laughs> not fair that's at not all fair. okay let's bring it back to shorts though so i think we were talking about length like what what do you think spencer is the appropriate length for shorts well i mean i think bottom thigh i uh, i hold my judaism in my thighs um and my legs I have hairy legs, and and you should not be ashamed to show them. No, I mean we were discussing that there is sort of a bit of a uh, joviality, a sort of childlike wonder of wearing shorts, and part of that comes from exposing these legs. Yeah, agreed. Also, I think that you know wearing the shorts like a little shorter above the knee, showing a little leg, I think that you know exudes confidence, which as we talked about last time. Uh, we talked about style is a big part of you know. That's true. That is true. That is true. But it's a careless confidence. It's a carefree. Yeah, it's rakish. carefree. Confidence. It's it, is, it is very rakish. It's you know you do what you want. I mean personally, like I uh, my as far as length is concerned, I, I put on a pair length, of pants. I believe the length. Uh, Lamar Lamar uh, I put on a pair of pants that I enjoy. Uh, no, right now I'm wearing a gray pair of Dickies. Uh, I put them on with a sharpie marker. I lean down. I put my hand on my kneecap and I go mm-hmm, make a length. Cut them off some scissors. Shorts. So your your favorite shorts, you're saying, are the cutoffs. But more importantly, see, cutoffs, usually I feel like your old, blown out, later pair of pants. Oh, so you, you buy, never a, wear you buy a fresh pair of pants. Either a fresh pair of pants or a pair of pants high in the arsenal, high in the rotation, mm-hmm. that sacrifices the cutoff status. Wow, that's bold. It's, well, it, otherwise, otherwise you get a shitty pair of cutoffs, you know? Don't you miss the pants? You, you do have to make a sacrifice. I am now short one pair of good pants. Another thing I want to bring up about shorts, and I think this definitely goes in the category of length, mm-hmm. is socks. Because socks, oh, socks can yeah. can really yes, do yes. something to the length. Yeah, yeah. And I say, if you are wearing shorts, you are not wearing socks. I feel the same way. Not but, wearing socks right now. Uh, but usually, on the other usually, hand, usually. I mean, there is always room for exceptions. That's true. In matters that's of true. style. We took a little field trip last night to go bowling, bowling and nice. Jeremy needed some socks, <laughs> and did. I had some, and I donated them to him. And Argyles. Argyle socks, yep. orange and black Argyle socks, and he was wearing shorts with the bowling shoes and a button-down uh, uh, Oxford, yeah. looking very dapper, looking fresh to dapper <laughs> as fresh ever. To death. I, feel, I have to say, I feel like Maybe wearing the most dapper I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Probably, probably true. I feel like the calf, the, most rakish. the calf length sock, in addition to the shorts, is something of high style. You know what I mean? That yeah. says, hey, guess what? Not only did I put on these shorts, mm-hmm. but guess what? I put on some socks that are very high at yeah. the same time yeah. on yeah. purpose. I I'm mean, doing this. Oh, yeah. I think whenever Jeremy looks like Bob Hope on vacation, I mean, <laughs> it's like he's doing a really nice job. I'll yeah. take it. I mean, another thing we talked about before is intent. And you could tell that there was thought put into this. But not too much. Exactly. Not too much. So basically, uh, lesson learned... Usually no socks Usually when no you wear shorts, but if you are going to do socks, do it right. Do it right. Do it, right. Do it, all, the way. Do it all the way. Do, do it all the way. How do you feel about like the little short, like the Peds socks that are like... No. Sort of, like, peds are for girls. Be, like, peds are for girls. Yeah, I'm going to spend on this one. Yeah, totally. Okay. You know what the male version of Peds is? Tough actin' snacktin'. Just spread it on your foot. <laughs> you don't need that kind of protection, you know? I like it. Yeah. All right, enough shoes. Let's get back to the shorts. Back to shorts. Um... <laughs> 
Now, let's talk about, you know, holistically, like, putting together the outfit. I mean, Jeremy, we talked about, you had a fine example the other day. Spencer, today you're wearing some uh, some pretty nice shorts. You got, like, a sort of plaid thing going on, a little gray. Is um, that gingham? Tartar? Tartan? What is that? Little, it's not a little purple. Two. What is that? Gingham? Tartan? It's a plaid. No, it's, it's not. A plaid. It's a plaid. It's a plaid. It's a plaid Bermuda short. Yeah, Bermuda okay. short. So yes. we're talking like mid-thigh uh, mid length. Yeah. Whatever. Bermuda shorts are uh, basically like, you know, uh, curtailed suit pants. Yeah. That's you got to be careful with those because uh, Bermuda shorts can go a little bit dad-wise, a little bit Tommy Bahama. Well, yeah, it, 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 it depends on the fit, I feel, and also the styling. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I should back up. I should say, like, if you're wearing Bermuda shorts that are like khaki colored, yes, yes, that's yes. trending. If you're wearing, yeah, that's trending down. If you're wearing shorts with a heavy ass crease, I mean, you know, and like pleats, there's such issues. a thing as dressing like your dad, and there's another whole level of just dad appreciation. Yeah, you know, and, like, and, homage. and, yeah, and homage, homage, to, homage to the father's style. in the style of. I think okay. every male has a piece. That they really enjoy because they used to see that. Oh, dad totally, wear. totally. Like, I agree. I got into the the polo Oxford button downs because I remember that my dad used to wear them, yeah. and that's totally. I mean, okay. I mean, I mean, Chuck Chuck Babbage rocked the like dad wise brown butt shoes for a minute, and so uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, but let's talk about outfits. I mean, uh, something you were saying beforehand was that you've actually these shorts are not all that controversy. No, I, I, I've gotten a lot of shit for these shorts. Um, I've, they've been called douche shorts, chant shorts, uh, frat boy shorts. Tough. Uh, Stuff out there. I wore them to an art opening, and uh, I was photographed in them. I was also wearing a Dodger hat and a Lacoste polo, so maybe I was pushing it <laughs> okay. just a little bit. But, what I, re- I mean, I didn't catch shit for the Dodger hat or the or the polo shirt. I really caught shit for wearing shorts out. And it was nighttime, too. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that, this, I think, comes into it, too. Like, uh, you know, is there are there times and places where you should not be wearing shorts? Uh, no. Funerals? Absolutely not. Well, <laughs> funerals? Funerals, probably. Funerals, probably wedding, probably weddings, people? Weddings, people, you don't know. If you had, like, a really fresh... Tom Brown suit, like all black, <laughs> totally short pants. No, has a no. really nice fitted shorts. Way down, Nate. Whoever fucking sings that, if it's his funeral and he's in his shorts, <laughs> then like it's okay. If the guy in the casket is wearing shorts, it's appropriate for you to be wearing. True, shorts, right? true. But the only way you know that is if the bottom half of the casket is open. Usually it's reversed. <laughs> but I feel like if you went to a funeral and the bottom half of the casket was open and the top <laughs> half was closed pants. and the dude was wearing shorts and you were wearing shorts, people would just think that you were paying your deepest respects. That's true. But as a matter of course, we're talking listeners, you're going to a fucking funeral, don't put on the guy shorts. <laughs> that's probably a good call. But yeah. that's a good call. I mean, uh, on the other hand, I think shorts can definitely be dressed up. If you're wearing something, like, I, it's great to wear, like, an Oxford, like Jeremy did last night. Even fucking throw on a tie. Throw on a bow tie oh. over those shorts. Whoa. Like, yes. I blazer. I don't know. You're, I know about it. It's if you're good. dressed up on top and party down low, yes, you're yes. doing fine. Can I, can I tell you something? You're, can I tell you something? you're talking about the mullet of outfits. Yes. Yes, you're sure. right. You're right. You're right. And it's, it works. Party business in the front, party in the oh, back. Oh, look who's the expert all of a sudden. <laughs> what, what, the, the expert? What are we talking about? Mullet was. All I'm saying, all, all I'm, all I'm saying is... Do I even need to be here? No. You're, you're, oh, <laughs> this guy here. I got the, you're, you're the expert all riled up. Has the father surpassed the son? You're the expert all riled up. I just feel like... Have the colonized to pass the empire? It's possible. I feel like shorts at night going out are great. Otherwise, if it's hot at night, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I feel like there is the there is the the risk of uh, if you're going to be out in a wooded area uh, like the east side usually is. We're in Griffith Park. We have Legion Park. Lots of animals. Lots of some of these animals are mosquitoes. 
I uh, I'm nursing. I, I wore uh, shorts to a party the other night. It was it was a theme party, but I did dress them up with a tie and blazer. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was a costume. Yeah, it was a costume, sort of. Thank you, Oliver. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, I'm bitten to shit. Uh, I that that is uh, you know. You put Do yourself you, in harm's way. That's true. A sacrifice. Do you it's regret true. it? Huh? Do you regret it? Hell no. no. I regret nothing. That's right. That's what you Nothing said. when style is concerned. Nothing at all. What else? Okay. Um, so, I mean, any any other, any closing words in terms of shorts? I mean... Mm. Wear them proudly. Try to run around when you have them on. Yeah. yeah definitely. Uh You don't want to just be, like, sitting when active. you're wearing no, shorts. It's, 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 it is active wear. And, uh... Every boy growing up wore shorts and had a great time in them. Definitely. And those times are back. It's true. They don't have to end. They don't have to end. You know? Put on some just... short pants. Here, here. Oliver, when are we going to see you in a pair of shorts? I agree. You know, I wear swim trunks. Yes, you do. But, but what, about, what about short well, pants when you're not in a pool? Oliver's wearing swim pants today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Your swim should, slacks. They should have those. Swim slacks? Swim slacks. You'd put, if, if you could swim in a, it was appropriate to swim in a three-piece suit, you'd be doing it. I actually swim in like a giant like 20-cell tank top. <laughs> <laughs> like Monty Burns? Yeah. You know what I would okay. like to swim in? Like oh, a big, hey, big David Burns suit. Like maybe with floaties and the shoulder pads. <laughs> and then you could just chill out all day. Talking heads-wise? Just doing uh, backstroke type of the deal? I think right. if we can do like one note here, everything that we have said applies to swim trunks as well. The, the days of the long board shorts. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, in terms, of, in terms of cut and fit, yeah. here's one thing. Don't ever wear swim trunks out unless you are about to get in the pool or in the ocean or in some kind of water. Oh, I have to put another note in here just okay. because it right. needs to be said. Flip-flops, gentlemen, no more. Oh, yes. I was going to say one thing, Epically you cannot, later. one thing you cannot dress up. You can dress up shorts. You can. You dress cannot dress up. You cannot dress up flip flops. Flip flops say they're like, guess what? I smoked a bowl of my over here, and I forgot my own key. So where's my car? And flip flops with jeans. No, that not shit with... has to be cut out. I, I, I see people wearing them at the office. No, no. It's, no. I, no. I feel like flip flops in general should be the exception and not the rule. No, if you if you have like a pair of uh, uh, what are those Hava, Hava, Havaianos, Havaianos, or whatever you say them, yeah, and you're wearing them by the pool, you're at like the Beverly Hilton or wherever. Yes, yes. Like you are, that yeah, you, you, you that. always have. If, okay, if you're wearing sandals, flip flops, whatever, you have to be within stone's throw of water. Yes, a body of water. Yes, yes, yes. Preferably totally. an infinity pool. <laughs> Preferably. Preferably. Same as your With views. Alright, I think that's it. We're done. Out? Uh, we're out. Thank you very much, uh, Spencer Oh, Sanders. yeah, thanks for coming in. Love you, Missy. Okay, real talk out. That's real talk.